Friends, welcome to Be Real with BK. I'm your host, Brooklyn K, better known as BK, and I think it's about time we have a safe space where we can just get real. Whatever platform you're listening on, go ahead and press that share button. You can find me on social media at Brooklyn K, two N's, two Y's. Thank you for joining me, and I can't wait to connect with all of you. Alrighty. Time to get real. What's up, friends? Happy Friday and welcome back to Be Real with BK. So when you have a podcast, you have a hosting site. And I've had a lot of opportunities come to me with this podcast. So I hopped on my hosting site earlier this week to check out some stats, some numbers, see what was going on, see the audience that I was reaching. And I was blown away to see that coming to episode five, I have almost reached 500 listeners, and it is absolutely insane to me how much this podcast has grown in just a short amount of time. I knew when I started this podcast that I wanted to have a bigger audience and impact some lives, but going on episode five and already having the audience that I do, it warms my heart. I feel so good. (laughs) It really means a lot to me that this project that I've wanted to start for years now is finally taking off and it's skyrocketing and I couldn't be more blessed and I have a lot of opportunities at hand with this podcast and none of it would be possible if it weren't for all of you listening. So thank you for tuning in for yet another episode and trust me, this is going to be a good one. So let's think back to the first time that you logged into Instagram, the first day that you created your account and physically logged in to go follow people, post pictures, whatever it was. Think back to how real and raw it was. I mean, I remember logging in the beginning of my sophomore year and I was posting pictures with the Instagram filters that were just over the top, completely adjusted the picture to something that was not at all, but I didn't care because it didn't really mean anything. I was just sharing pictures. You log into Instagram now and you have to have a certain aesthetic. You have to have a certain amount of followers. There's reels, there's IGTV, there's hashtags, there's stories. There's almost anything that you can think of. And if Instagram comes up with one more thing, it might actually blow my mind. (laughs) But we have become so dependent on social media in good ways and in bad ways. And we are here to kind of talk about that today, about the stigma that comes with social media, what social media has done to us as people, and everything that kind of revolves around that. Now, before you run away, we do talk a lot more than social media, but it kind of is just a premise of what today is about. And I thought it was important to talk about because I am such an active person on social media. I mean, I have like five different Instagram accounts. I have so many Facebook pages. I have a Twitter. I have a TikTok. TikTok. I have a Pinterest. I have so many social media accounts that it's hard to keep up nowadays. But it is something that needs to be talked about and needs to be talked about in a real setting, a raw setting. And I couldn't be happier to have the person that I have on today. 
From posting casually on Instagram to making it her job, she has become a groundbreaking fashion icon, a spokesperson for mental health, somebody who has spread her wings and gone out of her comfort zone more than I ever have, maybe ever will. Um, I'm so proud of her and all the things she is doing because she, I mean, you'll hear her story and where it all started, but it is truly inspiring. And when we recorded this episode afterwards, I just couldn't wipe the smile off my face because I knew that this episode is something, the content that needs to be heard. It needs to be heard by so many, and I hope that it resonates with you just as much as it did with me. So I give to you the one, the only, Olivia Harrington. All right, friends, I have my friend, Olivia Harrington. I will let her introduce herself on all the fun things she's doing, who she is and where she comes from and all that jazz. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Um, My name is Olivia. I'm so excited to be on here. Like when Brooklyn texted me the other day about this, I was like, me? Like, why? Like, but then I was like, wait a second. I guess I do do stuff like this. So this is cool. But I was just so excited to just like, I don't know, introduce myself in a way that maybe people don't always like get to see me because they just see me from like a perspective of social media and they don't really know me as a person. Um, but yeah, my name's Olivia. As of now, my social media is all Olivia Harrington 21. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all that jazz. But what I mainly do is a lot of fashion lifestyle and I like to do some mental health as well, kind of blogging slash content creation. So I'll do different things as far as like posts, videos, um, creating like content that's like in a series that has like a deeper meaning. I like to do like a series of three on my Instagram. So there's like, when you look at my page as a whole, the feed is like organized into three pictures. So each three pictures is like a certain thing, whether it's an outfit, maybe a campaign I'm working on, or a lot of times I like to tie maybe like an outfit or like a project to a deeper meaning. Um, Like for Valentine's Day, we did something with like cutting cords and we kind of just tied it into like letting go and releasing just things from the past that may have been holding you back. So I kind of am all over the board when it comes to what I talk about on my social media, but I mainly like to revolve around fashion and just kind of spread around from there because really fashion is everything and all around us. Like everything you do everything decisions that you make you don't realize like include clothes more than you realize it or not I mean when you get up in the morning what you're putting on that day is making a difference in whether you're going to work or whether you're going to school or whether you're going to the gym like it's more important than people realize and there's a lot of jobs and different things like that that people don't always understand like are there for fashion and stuff so I guess that's what I would love to talk about like in the interview and like how maybe other people realize that there's stuff in that line of work that maybe they're not realizing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, first of all, your Instagram is one of the most aesthetically pleasing Instagrams ever. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Once I caught on to the series of three, I was like, oh my God, she's totally doing this. I love this. I don't, I I don't have the time and energy to do this. I just go with It's a lot of energy sometimes. (laughs) Oh, I, I can imagine. I can imagine. But um, secondly, I just think that it's, I mean, we'll talk about like how you got started, but um, a lot of, this is something that a lot of people kind of think about doing, but don't have the guts to actually go for it. And you did. So that's something I think everybody can commend you for 
because as, as much as social media is like prominent in like today's generation, it is also Mm -hmm. something that people are afraid to lean fully into because it's talked about, it's talked about negatively more than it is positively. And I know that because I I work in social media in a different way. Rather, I, I promote my brand rather than like social media is your life. Like it's your job. Exactly. Exactly. And I, so I, I get it in some aspects, not fully, but I get it in some aspects. Yeah, no, you definitely get it more than most people do. So I appreciate it. Right. Right. I have, feel like I have like a million Instagram accounts because I have so so many things going on, but um, yeah, I guess we'll kind of go back to like how you started, like what, what made you start? Like, what was the beginning of all of this and saying, okay, Olivia, you're going to do this. Like, I want to know. Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Happened by fate and by life being like, you're what's going by that. I mean, I had like, I was in class with you at the community college. I was going to school for business Um, I thought my bachelor's degree was going to be something in maybe supply chain management of the sorts. So I graduated in the winter of 2019, I believe, um, from community at Monroe County Community College. And I went on to Wayne State where I was going to start like the program for my supply chain management um, degree. And I got into my classes two days into the semester. I'm like doing my thing, thinking everything's normal, whatnot. I'm excited because I've always wanted to be in Detroit. I was just like loving being in the city. It was so my element. And the second day of classes, I got contacted that my transcript from the community college got sent over one day too late and that I was going to have to either pay tuition in full because my scholarship was going to cover it, or I had to drop all of my classes. And I'm like, um, excuse me, like, I have my life planned out by the month, like, this isn't how it's supposed to go right now. Like, I don't have money to pay for this. I can't drop all of my classes. I'm thinking I'm going to have an, like, a interview, like, a freaking internship by the summer. I had all of this in my mind of where the next few years were going to go. So I thought my life was over. I was like, what the heck do I do now? Like I had to drop the classes and kind of figure out like, okay, what now? Like, do I start again in the fall and just pick up from there? So I thought that kind of was the plan. I was just going to take the next, you know, time off and start again in the fall. And they told me, yeah, um, since the scholarship was sent or the transcript was sent over one day too late the scholarship will never be refunded. Um, There's nothing you can do. Like your name in the system, like is already in with all this information. We can't go back and redo anything, even though like you dropped your classes already, you still won't get it in the fall. So now I'm really like, okay, now what? And it was kind of where it was one of those things that I was like, I knew God was like, you need to take a moment and figure out what is going on with your life because clearly something's off and I knew something was off because I was like in a a severe depression after that had happened for about two weeks like I was just sobbing because I didn't know where my life was like going and what the heck I was supposed to do and my mom looked at me one day and it literally like gives me chills to this day like even thinking about it and she was just like is this what you even wanted to do 
And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, since you were a little girl, like you would draw sketches of clothing on napkins and you would take pictures of stuff that you'd see at the stores and then draw it up later when you got home and all this stuff. Like, what are you doing in this field right now? And I was like, whoa, like, you're right. And um, I kind of had this like shift in my mind and I was just like, this isn't it. So I started just like researching like where I could go to school, yada, 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 found like this college maybe in New York I wanted to go to. And in the meantime, I was like, what can I do right now to pour myself like into what I'm interested in just to like dip my toe in the water? And for years I had been following people who had done blogging, like influencer things on Instagram where they would post outfits and different things like that. And I had always wanted to, and I was like, well, I have all this time on my hands now. And I, you know what, what the hell, (laughs) like what the hell? So I just literally one day took my mom and my sister, packed an outfit for like, I packed three different outfits in a bag and went to Detroit and took some pictures and went and posted it on Instagram that day. And I was like, here we go. Let's see what happens. And I put some hashtags and tagged some stuff and like, that's kind of where it started and why. So it was really like life just being like, you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing, Olivia. Like this was never meant for you. Right. And it's, and it's kind of crazy because I mean, that's kind of something you hear. It's like, oh, it'll never happen to me. You know, it'll, 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 it'll never happen to me. My, My life's on track, but then, you know, you got hit with such a big roadblock. And you thought all opportunities were taken away from you and you twisted it and it may have been the best thing that has ever happened to you because I mean, you're flourishing now. Sorry about that. Yeah, I, I definitely, um, I definitely am glad that it happened now. Um, it took several months for me to really come to terms with what had gone on, but I was just kind of in awe of the whole situation as a whole, because I had been praying for a long time prior to that. And I had had like this overwhelming amount of anxiety before school had started when I went to the Spain state and I didn't really know why. And it was kind of one of those things where I realized after the fact that I knew in my gut the entire time that something wasn't right about the situation until I finally like realized it. I was like, okay, wow. Like you always knew this wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. type of thing because our subconscious our like gut feeling our women's intuition whatever you want to call it it's always on point like there's always something that's like telling you like I don't know if this is for you I don't know if this mm-hmm. is right and like you have to like really listen sometimes but I'm telling you she's always right <laughs> she's mm-hmm. always right I mean but, I, can, I can speak from experience where I didn't listen to my gut and ended mm-hmm. up being through <laughs> and um so I, 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 I totally get it. And I've been yeah. in many situations where I'm like, this isn't what small or big. I'm like, this is not, this is not right. What's wrong? Like, what do I need mm-hmm. to change? What needs to happen for me to feel happy again for my life to turn? Like what, what's going to be the turning point that's going to fix this situation? And, exactly. um, your social media career was what was hidden behind door number one (laughs) yeah literally that's a good way of saying that exactly it was like god was like here 
I don't know what you're gonna do with this, but here you go. But go like, ahead, I'm gonna push you through it. Go ahead. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm gonna roll with it. And just my, I got my mom taking pictures of me, and I'm trying to pose in the middle of freaking the Z lot and like the alley in Detroit. <laughs> I looked ridiculous. But you know what? I'm glad I did that that day because here I am all <laughs> this time later. So I don't know. I guess it's like one of those things that. I think people post so much on social media already that I just kind of got to the point where I was like, why should I be afraid to post something I'm interested in right. and what I want to do? Like if right. people don't like it, then I guess they don't like me. And I right. guess that's just what it is. So, and that's something I had to kind of learn and, and accept as time went on for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I get it too. It's hard because I mean, I have to find a way to incorporate social media into my, into my life, even, even when I don't want to, you know, because mm-hmm. I have to keep promoting my brand and yeah. it, it just comes to a point where you're just like, why, why do I care? Why do I care what people think of my posts? Why do I care about uh, what pictures I take or what people are going to think about them? I mean, that's been just my overall goal for 2021 is to stop caring about what others think for of sure. me and just to do my own thing mm-hmm. and um, to stop self-criticizing myself because that's a big thing that I did too, especially with social media. And I think a lot of people do too. And exactly, I think the biggest thing or the biggest trend I find right now that it is super helpful is Instagram becoming more real. So people Mm -hmm. are promoting more real content. There's no, you see less editing, less filters. You see people promoting, you know, their, their real and authentic selves. And it's not all, you know, pictures of themselves, you know, it's, it's really cool to see Instagram becoming more real because I think that, uh, releases some pressure that we all feel everybody who posts on Instagram it's like oh I have to look so perfect and I have to fit a certain mold and I think that mold is becoming less less of a mold (laughs) and I hope that's the case because it's like it's funny you say that because I think people look at Instagram and I I use this reference a lot like as a highlight reel of like Mm -hmm. just highlights of your life and it's like oh my god everything's so perfect And like, yeah, maybe from afar, like that looks like the case, but like, that's why I try to do things in a way that like, it stands out where it's like a grouping of three. And sometimes the pictures show certain emotion. And if you click on the caption and you read it, like there's stuff that like, I hope connects you to something maybe you're going through or something you're dealing with in some sort of way that could help you. Because honestly, like when I post my ultimate thing, I'm thinking is like, obviously like yeah like sometimes it's just an outfit or something like yeah that and I'm like okay I'm what outfit could I post that's going to be popular or in trend or right now but for the most part when I'm posting something I'm thinking like how could I help or inspire someone and I feel like when you turn whatever you're doing whatever the career is that you have into how can I help others how can I inspire others it's like the results that you get change completely because the way you're thinking about things and the way you're putting your work out into the world, it's no longer just for you. It's how you can help other people. And I feel like that's ultimately what we're here for. Right. And I can't agree with that more. My mindset has shifted like that uh, with social media too, because I can remember a few years ago where I was posting for 
satisfaction of other people. Like I wanted the attention and it's like, oh, I want to get as many comments and as many likes as possible on this one picture. So it has to be perfect because it's just so Mm -hmm. good. And now rather than posting or having a mindset like that, when I'm posting, I post, okay, I'm doing this for me, A, because I don't care what other people think, but B, hopefully that this can reach somebody else and not only motivate them, but hold myself accountable because I like to post a lot of things now where it's like, hi, I started my job today and I can't wait for this. And I look back at that post. It's like, okay, I, I'm so, I remember how excited I was on that day. I want to mm-hmm. keep that excitement or something like with the gym. It's like, okay, I posted this. I need to make progress from this day forward. I mean, exactly. yeah, we all have, we all have those pictures that we post on Instagram because we love how we look in them and we love our mm-hmm. outfit or we love something about it that makes us feel good. But it needs to be about that rather than hoping to have the attention from other people. Exactly, exactly. And I love that you say that because that was exactly the whole point behind one of like the concepts that we did shoot. It's been a couple months now, but it was right when I had gotten back home from a trip I had went on where I had done some like deep reflection. And it was where we kind of came up with the concept of like deleting the like button was basically the whole thing. And the pictures kind of show me, it looks like I'm like looking at like a picture I took of myself and I like am crying, like I'm not satisfied with what I saw. And um, the captions kind of dig deeper into like accepting yourself and who you are and not feeling like you need to take a picture down because of the amount of likes or comments you receive. Because I feel like all too often girls, especially like they'll post a picture and if they don't get the amount of likes that they thought that they were supposed to get, they'll take it down and maybe they'll repost it or they won't post it again and they'll feel bad about maybe what they were wearing. And it's like, no, never second guess what you're putting out into the world because if it made you happy for just one moment, then it was worth it. And it shouldn't be second guessed or thought of in a ridiculous way because of what others will view it. So I guess that was ultimately my point when I did that. And like, I mean, even for myself, I, my job is based on likes and I had to get to a point where I literally didn't care about likes. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. I would get so hard on myself watching like other people do what I do. And I'm like, oh, they get so many more likes, like brands notice that more and blah, blah, blah. And like, it's hard. I'm, why am I not getting this? I'm thinking I'm putting the right amount of content or the right amount of work into this. And it's like, no, Olivia, like I have to put myself in check. Like you put so much effort into this and like your ultimate goal, like I said before, is to inspire usually. So that's what you're trying to do. And if people don't take it well, or there's not 500 hearts next to it, that doesn't mean that it wasn't any less meaningful. And I guess that's what I want people to know, like, or that what they did wasn't any less important or what they, how they feel about themselves isn't any less because people's, what they view of you is usually a perception of what they're viewing of themselves. And if Mm -hmm. they don't just, you know what I mean? Compliment you right away. It's a lot of times because of what they're dealing with. And we shouldn't always just like be at a point where we need other people's compliments to like, keep going. We need to like feel confident in in ourselves, talk powerfully to ourselves. Like, like you said before, words are so important. Mm -hmm. You, I literally had to shift my mindset on how I speak like to myself in general, like 
just the words that you say, I will literally, if I catch myself like complaining about how I look, maybe my body or something like that, I'll be like, Olivia, like, no, you worked really hard. Like, calm down, like, stop. Like, mm-hmm. I'll literally talk out loud to myself because it's so powerful. And people like maybe think that's crazy, but like, try it for a couple weeks and let me know how your mindset shifts. And then we can talk. <laughs> right, right. Positive self-talk. I have found I'm, I, I'm can jump right on that train with you. I am my worst critic. I yeah, find myself we all are. judging myself constantly like, oh, okay, uh, you don't look good in this or you need to be a size smaller or what is your makeup today or why didn't you do this and this and this yesterday and just con- constantly telling myself that I'm not good enough to accomplish the things that I want to that day. And I found that positive self-talk, literally talking out, so- out loud to myself has mm-hmm. helped more than anything ever has. I mean, I constantly yeah. find myself waking up in the morning like, okay, Brooklyn, you can do this. And if somebody was laying in bed right next to me, they'd be like, why are you talking to yourself? Be like, no, that's literally me. Yeah, <laughs> That's literally me. I, I say today is going to be a great day out loud to myself every single morning. And it's the smallest thing, but it's like my brain starts to be like, okay, things are going to be good. What can we do to make things good? Like, it's just a mindset shift. It mm-hmm. sounds weird, but the more you do it, the more you start to see how it changes, how you view things. Right, right. I I, I can't agree more. So I want to dive more into kind of your career. I, I mm-hmm. first, I want to ask, because I know I have favorite pictures of yours. <laughs> I literally, when I, think, when I think of you, I like have a few specific pictures in mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love these shoots that she did. Um, I want to, I want to know a couple of like what your favorite, maybe like your favorite fashion shoot, but then also like a few, cause you have, you have so many shoots that you've done with Kelsey that have had yeah. such great concepts. Um, I want to know yeah. a few of like your favorites. Um, honestly, yeah, that's a really good question. As far as a fashion shoot, I never am able to pick a favorite because if you watch me, like my fashion and what I wear changes so much that I'm constantly changing what is my favorite. If you would ask me this a week ago, I probably would tell you something different than I would tell you today just because I get new clothes and I'm like, oh, I like that better. But if I had to pick one, it would probably be what all my um, profile pictures are. It's a drawing actually of a fashion shoot we did it was called Hotel Yorba in Detroit Mm -hmm. and it's like kind of like a famous hotel that there was like a song written about like some rock band or something I don't know I never listened to it but Kelsey knew about it and we went one day and I had this like outfit on like these leather pants that I'm obsessed with and this like little red like tie up top I drew like a little black heart on my cheek, like in inspiration to Marina and the Diamonds, if anyone knows who that is, which was like someone I loved back in the day. And I was just like, you know what, we're just going to pose and make this look vogue as shit and see what happens. And I ended up loving the pictures and this girl reached out to me and loved the pictures and she like drew a sketch of me from that day from the pictures that Kelsey like did and edited. And I ended up using it as like my cover image on all my like pictures. So that really became like my favorite like fashion shoot, I would say, because it's Mm -hmm. kind of like my brand identity in a way, because I use that picture for everything. Right. Um, But 
just a word to the wise, nobody go there for a picture because I ended up finding out after the fact that it's a really sketchy place and that makes sense because there was a police car parked out the entire time. Oh, but at the time, <laughs> I didn't realize it was sketchy. I just was like, oh, this is a cute picture location. And yeah, no, it's really like a sex trafficking ring slash just like really sketchy place. So don't go there. Right. This is a word of the wise, don't go. <laughs> but we, we live and we learn. We lived that part of our life and, and we, we learn from it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, along with what you were saying, that's probably like my favorite fashion concept. But as far as like in general, like photo shoot I've ever done would probably be one that would spend quite a while. And I did it actually with a friend of mine, Reagan Goodwin, who's a photographer as well. And we did a body positivity photo shoot. And we brought together a group of, I'm going to say maybe between like 10 to 12 girls. I'm not sure on the number. Um, last spring together of all shapes and sizes and ethnicities and we basically just wanted everyone to just feel beautiful and comfortable like in their own way and just get comfortable with their own body just by doing a bunch of different things and some of the things we did were like having like signs that we wrote that we just kind of let them wrote, write something that we they felt was powerful or something they wanted to share we did stuff where like everyone like drew on their bodies, maybe something that they weren't necessarily proud of or like they would hide. Like I like put glitter on my stretch marks to kind of like emphasize it. I drew like a scale on my stomach to like emphasize like something like I would always do is like weigh myself. And like another example was a girl that was there was diabetic and she actually put the needles in her stomach for one of the shoot pictures and had that like just kind of like hanging out of her stomach and it was so powerful just like watching all of the different health things the different body struggles that each woman had just watching them kind of break free of that behind the camera just watch like as we're all cheering them on and hyping them up it was so powerful and at the end of it all we did this thing where we had like everyone had a flower and my friend Reagan is a yoga teacher as well, the photographer. So she kind of led us in this thing where we all picked a petal from a flower and like released different things that we thought of about our body or our mind or whatever they were trying to let go of that day. And they like released each petal into the lake and that we just kind of like let go. And it was just, I don't know, it was amazing. It was one of those days that I will probably never forget. It just touched me in a way that I don't think anything else will ever touch me. I mean, I hope something else does, but it was pretty darn good. Right. I, I, I remember both of those shoots that you were talking about, but I remember when <clears throat> uh, body positivity one came out, I was like, wow, this is, I mean, truly bodies of all shapes and sizes. They all talked about the things that they struggled with, but they were still able to feel beautiful behind the camera. And mm -hmm. everybody looked like they truly were having the best time of their lives in those photos. And it, tr and it was, at the beginning, like you just said, you did it last spring. So it was like at the beginning of COVID, which yes. kind mm -hmm. of, it kind of, we were all in a state of either we were working out really hard or we were eating really hard. So it was, exactly. like, we were all in a state For of, sure. I need to better myself. I don't look good. Um, when is life going to go back to normal? Will I always look at, like just kind of all in a state of, I don't feel good about myself and seeing mm -hmm. that I know myself as well as so many other people were super inspired by the concept and all of the girls, including you that were a part of it because it honestly, it helped us 
like shift our minds in a way we're like, okay, why are we sitting here judging ourselves? Why are we constantly criticizing every nook and cranny on our body? Like it is okay to have big thighs or stretch marks or rolls. Like it does not matter what you look like as long as you are confident in your own skin. That's all that matters. 100%. And that was like the main goal of the entire thing. And I'm glad that you added the note about like it being COVID and people kind of struggling because women already struggle with their body image so much and like you add something like that into the mix of where people can't access the gyms because they're closed people can't plan out their meals and do stuff as much as they maybe were able to before and we just wanted to show in a way that you know what I mean like summer's coming around but it doesn't mean that hot girl season is coming around where you need to get on the treadmill and bust your ass. Like I see these TikToks all the time of people making you feel like you need to like get skinny all of a sudden. And it's right. like, no, like, like calm right, down. Right now's the prime time because hot girl summer is coming up and you have three months. Yeah. And it's like, exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I get it. But at the same time, like, why are we degrading women in a way that we are making them feel like they have to go to the gym right now? I mean, I'm going to, I'm, I'm actually in a 90 day challenge right now, but it's because I want that for myself. Plus, exactly. I have, plus I have Miss Michigan in three months. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you kind of got to fit in a dress, but yeah, uh, it's, it, social media is putting it. I see the TikToks too. It's like putting it in a way where it's like, okay, um, all the girls that want to look hot this summer have to do this. And if you don't do this, then sorry, you missed the train on the hot girl summer. Exactly. Trip. Exactly. And that's like the toxic social media that obviously we're never going to get rid of it. That stuff is always going to be out there. But I guess that's part of why I do what I do, because if I can put something out into the world that even like in the morning, I try to share two things, either about like mental health or body positivity or just goals or something that someone may be dealing with that like, I want to share something that could help them change how they're viewing themselves that day. Even if it's just something they read that I shared on my story, they could be like, wow, like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be so hard on myself or maybe I shouldn't look at myself in this way. Cause that's ultimately what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to get people to realize about themselves is nobody is perfect. Not even the people that like, you think have it all together. Trust me, they don't. And that's exactly why even I try to put myself in check on stories. Like, yeah, you guys saw a bunch of unfiltered stuff, but look at my skin. Look at the redness and the pimples. Here we are. And that's another reason we did like the skin positivity shoot where I literally like wiped my makeup off with a makeup wipe halfway across my face for like the pictures. Cause I was like, look girls, like this is what it looks like. (laughs) It's not perfect. So here you go. And I guess that's ultimately what I'm trying to do Mm -hmm. is show girls like nobody's got it all together. Even the people that you think do. Right. And, and that's the biggest thing is I, and I think for like the younger generation too, Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't even imagine having a cell phone at such a young age and having social media where oh my God, I you know. look at that every day. Like I didn't have an Instagram until I was a freshman in high school. Like I was oblivious yeah. to like, obviously I still was judgmental of myself and how I looked all the time. I was in the dance community. So I, I, I didn't really have a choice. I was just kind of a part of being, you had to be confident in your own skin mm-hmm. or else you were going to sit there in the mirror. I mean, you see my mirror right now. I, this has been my room since I can yeah. remember. And I literally wake up every day to a mirrors and I'm like, okay, um, 
So I've, <laughs> I've known that no, I feel it. as long as I can remember, but mm-hmm. I can't imagine being like in fourth grade and having an Instagram and you can follow whoever you want. And it's like, Oh, when I grow up, I have to look like this. Exactly. And that's the biggest thing that terrifies me, even for my own children. It, oh, I know. It, it, it's, it's terrifying to know that they are going to grow up with these certain beauty standards. And I know that social media and I know that like all the headlines are saying that there's no beauty standards and we're working on it. But let, let, <laughs> are let, we though? Like, is it ever going to be honest? Yeah. I, but I, I mean, models have gotten like for companies have there's you don't see a lot of the just size zeros anymore, which I love. Yeah. But you still exactly. See, I love that. Yeah. Right, you still see like, I mean, I've, I'll say it, I want to get like a lip flip and I want some Botox mm-hmm. done, but like there are high school and like middle school girls that are like, I can't wait to get lip fillers. And it's like, what? Yeah. You, it's because are, that's what they're seeing. You're a cut bra. Like, what do you mean you want lip fillers? <laughs> Literally. No, I, trust me. It's like the stuff you see, like these girls having their sweet 16s and they look like they're 25 years old. And like, I want to show them what I look like at 16. I got braces and then A and E or an Aeropostale across my ass sweatpants on. Like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> that's what I'm screaming. And it's like, my brothers are 17. They're juniors in high school. And all the girls that like are in their grade, they have bigger boobs than I do. They have cuter mm-hmm. outfits. They have their makeup looks so good. I was like, I remember going to high school and I didn't even like match some days because I know exactly and I didn't have boobs or a butt or I didn't I did not look like that like what happened like what are they putting in the food like (laughs) no that's exactly it's because of the social media and it's because these girls have been following these celebrities or people who are in that space that look a certain way since they were young girls and they're trying to imitate or or replicate that and it's like yeah I understand we all have idols or people we like or we want to look like in some way but ultimately at some point we have to look in the mirror and be like this is who we are like I am me like this is all I'm ever going to be and I need to accept myself fully for who I am because I'm pretty damn special and there's nobody else out there like me so I need to accept that and be comfortable with that you know yeah. what I mean? There's, trust me, everybody has things that they want to change about themselves. And I mean, especially with like body image and stuff like that was something I firsthand was dealing with while I was starting all of this, because I lost probably 40 pounds right before I had started my Instagram type of thing. And like, yeah, I would talk about it a little bit, but I was like still dealing with the being comfortable with my own skin while learning to be comfortable posting all the time. So it was like, dealing with both at the same time, like I really had to try to figure out like, okay, you need to be comfortable with yourself if you're going to do all of this stuff. And I mean, I've definitely gotten more comfortable as time has gone on, but it's not easy. That's for sure. And I definitely, I guess I, my number one thing has been like, that's kept me going is the little messages that I'll like get from people that'll be like, oh my gosh, like you have no idea how much like something you said or something you did like helped me with this situation or like really spoke to what I was going through at the time. Like even when I did like a blog post about breakups or something, there were so many girls that like were like, you have no idea how much I needed this. And I was like, wow, like I guess I am doing something important. Like, cause sometimes I forget that like 
I'm putting like, I don't realize that people even are noticing it. You know what I mean? I'm just putting so much out there that when I do get like feedback from somebody like that, I'm like, okay, like I'm doing something right. Thank you. <laughs> like I appreciate it. Right. And that's the biggest thing with content that I've even learned. Like before I started my podcast, I'm like, who's going to listen to it? Like who's, who, who, what audience, all have that thought, I, what, what audience am I trying to target? Like, is this even going to do anything? And it's, and it's not until like you get, like I've received so much uh, feedback and so many messages about my podcast. It's like, I was having a hard day and on my commute to work, your podcast literally changed my mindset. Thank you. Or like mm-hmm. different things like that. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this for a reason. And even like exactly. with my pageant stuff, it's like, I, when I get feedback from people, like I had my self-rest exam, or I did my self-rest exam on the first today. And I just want to thank you for educate, like the comments and everything that I receive. I'm like, okay, I'm, I must be doing something right. Even though some days yeah. I'm like, this is draining. I'm exhausted. I don't even for know sure. if I'm doing anything that's reaching people. I don't know if I'm connecting on the way that in, in a way that I should. If, mm-hmm. if, is this all for something? Is, is this going to reach somebody? And one little message can just completely shift the way that I think. And it's like, okay, I'm doing something right. Yeah. It's funny you say that because there, there's this particular instance where that exact thing happened to me. And it was a time I feel like maybe in the summer or later spring of last year. So it was like early on in my kind of career of doing this. And I was having kind of like this phase of self doubt. I didn't really like, I was just hard on myself more than normal. And this, um woman reached out to me and was just like you have no idea like how much your stuff has like inspired me blah 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 like I'm so I love following you and she started like really telling me her story and she ended up like sharing with me how she um was transgender and she had always felt like she didn't know how to feel like a woman or how to dress and how to things like that and she was like I just watching you has shared so much wisdom and stuff that I didn't know, or nobody would ever give me the time of day to teach me. But it's like, you're sitting there and talking to me and teaching me these things. And she's like, you have no idea how much that's changed things for me. And I was like, I ended up giving her my personal phone number. And she would like, ask me questions about outfits sometimes if she ever like had a question. And I just that right there like I remember get like after the conversation like I just like cried afterward because I was just like wow like yeah I guess like this is why I'm doing this like and I don't know that was just one of those like examples that I was like wow this is this is where I'm supposed to be right now right it's it's when you're reminded of your purpose that um it drives your passion sort of thing 100 percent, exactly I love that I don't, That's like I, a tattoo. Like I kind of want to like write that down. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't know. That was good. Came. You need to trademark that. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I'm like, wait, did I just like create? Did that just come out of my mouth? Yeah, that, no. <laughs> it was. It, am I Albert? Like, am I Albert Einstein? Am I a genius now? Like, I'm confused. Um. Anyways, that was good. <laughs> Uh, everybody oh, write that yeah. down. You probably see Yeah, write that down, that. guys. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about what's next for you. So what's what's next in your career? Where are you headed? What do you have planned? What are your goals? Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say just like as of right now, like what's next, everything is kind of being focused on 
which was once my internship, um, which is a company called Zulette Laurent. It's a based out of New York City that has now become, I'm her partner. So it's like my partnership. So I work very close alongside her. But basically, that's kind of my main focus right now. We're trying to get the brand um, to launch here this spring. Our first product launch is going to be gold jewelry, um, 14 karat gold um, plated jewelry that's going to be different necklaces and stuff of that sort. So right now we're really just focusing on getting the website up and running. And I'm actually going to be traveling to New York Thursday, this Thursday to shoot the official campaign shoot. I'm one of the models and my friend Kelsey, who is Hey It's Pepper on all social media. Check her out. She's freaking amazing, by the way. Um, she is the main photographer, which I'm so excited about because I told her the first time that we ever shot, I was like, Kelsey, I'm going to take you places. I don't know where, but I'm going to take you places. And I promise you it's going to happen. And I looked at her the day that I called her. I was like, hey, just so you know, you're the main photographer on a official campaign shoot in New York City. And we just sat there and we like literally cried on the phone. And it was just like one of those moments we were like, wow, like we're really doing this. Like we're really doing this. And um, yeah, that's kind of like where all of our energy and what we're kind of focusing on right now is basically just New York and just kind of getting everything set for that. I mean, yeah, I'm still trying to do daily content and stuff of that sort and blog posts and things to inspire. But really right now, the whole main focus is getting the brand launched um, probably between April and May. So yeah. That's so exciting. I mean, any fashion icon of on any level would love to have one single photo shoot in New York City. And the fact that you're yeah. doing it in so in such short of time into your career too. Like it it hasn't been long since you've started this. It may feel yeah. like it has, but like to, for you to be going into New York City and shooting something so big and launching a brand that was once an internship and now you're partnered like that it, it's become a partnership that's amazing and for Kelsey too like I've I've seen her work for years I'm like she she's amazing like she, Olivia said she's hey it's pepper on all social media platforms but yeah, yep exactly um, she, she actually just sent me like and insp- like an inspo she wants to do for the spring and I'm like you want to I would die to see you two shoot together yeah that would be magical I'm like you want to shoot with me you stop it like <laughs> I, showed, I showed my boyfriend today I'm like look at this she wants to do this with me and he's like oh okay I'm like uh-huh. she wants to shoot with me and he's like okay 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 Brooklyn I was like no this is a big deal for me okay this is a big deal yeah <laughs> you relax? it is a big deal yeah uh-huh. it makes you feel like the most beautiful girl in the world for a little while and that's exactly what she does she makes you feel like the most special person on the planet for the time that she's with you it's right. the gift that she's been given right everybody needs a little bit of that but I mean exactly for her to go from what she was doing to shooting being the main photographer in a New York City photo shoot I mean that is absolutely insane i mean i'm so jealous because i just want to go to new york in general let alone <laughs> get part of yeah, a photo this is our shoot. first time yeah this is my first time ever going there in general like i've had dreams of going there since i was a little girl and the fact that i'm going there for like a job too at the same time is pretty surreal so we're making it kind of like a work slash trip at the same time so we're leaving a couple of days early so i can like see the city and 
obviously make it a content trip. So I bought some outfits because right. that's me. So right. Right. stay tuned for some cute outfits on the feed <laughs> when that happens. <laughs> right. Well, of course. Well, I wouldn't expect anything less. I wouldn't expect anything <laughs> um, and one final thing I want to touch on um, is so, uh, one piece of, or a couple pieces, I don't care. Um, just advice that you would give to people who were in your position or that want to be a part of social media or fashion. What is uh, some advice that you would give to them to, you know, grow a pair to do it? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, I guess exactly like what you say is just kind of not doubt yourself and to really just step into being your full authentic self. And what I mean by that is just really connecting with yourself on a deeper level and getting to know the things that you're really interested in. Because when you start to focus on what you are really passionate about, life just kind of starts to point you in the direction that you're supposed to go, if that makes sense. So what I would really just say, especially to the younger audience, people that are listening, maybe that aren't really sure with what they're going to be doing with their career is focus on what you're passionate about and everything else will start to make sense after that. Don't focus on the dollar sign and the the title behind what you think you need to achieve. Focus on the feeling inside that it's going to give you what you're doing. I think that would be my number one thing of advice with whatever you want to do in your life is just focus on that like feeling that it gives you in your heart and your chest. Like you know that's what you're supposed to be doing with your life. And when you find that, like you'll know it. I promise you. Right. And I can't agree with that more. Um, I've seen so many people chase after dollar signs rather than mm-hmm. chase after what they, what they're really meant to do in life. And exactly. it makes me sad because then they realize, realize it later on in life. They're like, Oh man, I should have taken up this opportunity when I had the chance, but now I'm, 100%. Stuck in, I'm stuck in a career where I don't really love what I do, but at least I'm making money. And it's yeah. like, if you are passionate about the work you're doing, I promise that it will return like the return exactly. will be greater than anything that you've ever imagined. So if you are passionate about fashion, you may start out at level one, but who knows where it could take you. And if you put enough hard work into it, that it will, the return will be much greater than you ever thought. And I mean, that's, that's how I am. That's how I am with sports. I mean, I don't, it's intimidating. You know, we were talking about it a little bit earlier before yeah. we started recording, but it's intimidating going into what they say is a man's world of sports. And I'm trying to educate myself every day, but I've, when I learn something new or I'm sitting with uh, Garrett, my boyfriend, and he's teaching me something and I finally get it, I'm like, oh, okay, this is this. And this person is this, and this contract is this. Uh-huh. I totally get what this means now. I, and it like clicks and I'm like, Oh, I feel so good. Like, okay. Yeah. And I, I feel good about what I'm learning and I, and I, and I'm passionate, finally passionate about it. I was, in, I was in a rut for a little bit. I'm like, the sport's really going to take me anywhere. And I finally found somebody who is going to sit down and educate me. Literally, I, I will ask the stupidest questions. And he's like, <laughs> okay, let, we're going to go back to page one of how to understand sports. And I'm like, yes, yeah. thank you. Um, but I, <laughs> I totally get it because now I'm like so passionate about it and I can't wait. Like I can't, I don't care where I go, but I can't wait to do it. And I think that's exactly what it needs to be for everybody. So you, yours was fashion and social media. And I mean, 
from point A to where you are now is absolutely incredible. And I think that should inspire so many people, whether it be fashion, social media, sports, whatever they're doing. If you take anything from this podcast, from listening, that no matter what you're doing, if it doesn't feel right, stop what you're doing and follow your heart because that's what's right. Exactly. That's your ultimate roadmap in life. Like that's going to guide you to where you have to go. I promise you that. Right. Well, I'm so happy that we got to do this. I feel oh my like, gosh, me too. I feel like it was very good. We, we caught up. We got to catch up on all things life. We got to hear about Literally. your story. And um, I'm proud of you. And I will say that to like the day I die is like I've always seen like social media influencers or people who have posted on social media and fashion and everything. And it's like, wow, I wish I could do that. And then seeing somebody from my own town doing exactly that and the limits that you are like reaching and like you're breaking ceilings right now is absolutely amazing. So I'm proud to know you and I'm proud of you for doing what you're doing and don't ever be discouraged by what people say. Stop. <laughs> you're going to make me start crying right now. I swear I to feel, God. I like I, like- I'm soft. Well, I feel like everybody's at the end of my interviews. I always like to hype my girls up or hype whoever I have. I know. On. I'm like, I wasn't. Ex- I'm like, my heart's already full. You didn't have to do this too. Like, I- <laughs> but but, but oh seriously, I, it's it. I, I it's incredible to know you, and I can't wait to see where you go because in the little time that I have known you, you have absolutely blown past everything that I would have expected I would have done at this age I mean you are you are doing amazing and you should be proud of yourself thank you so much that honestly means the world just like hearing that from you because I I've always respected you and what you've done so much so I just appreciate you for thinking of me and asking me to do something like this it genuinely means the world yeah, well, obviously, I want people to know your story and obviously everything that we talked about, I think is super important, especially in today's days and day and age. And um, I knew that you'd have a lot of wisdom to share. And I wanted people to know your story. I wanted to share your story and be a part of it. So I'm so happy that you were able to come on. And yeah, thanks for coming. Of course. Thank you for having me. No problem. I really, 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 really hope you enjoyed that just as much as I did. I mean, she's amazing. She's going places. She's wonderful. She's outstanding and she has the best heart. And I wish her nothing but the best on everything that she does. And actually, right now, I know she talked about it in the interview, but she's in New York right now shooting her first New York photo shoot. And that's amazing for somebody who just started their social media and fashion career a little over a year ago. I mean, I know that I could never do something like that. So kudos to her and I'm sending her all the good and the best vibes as she goes into her photo shoot today. So go ahead and head to her handle on Instagram at Olivia Harrington 21 to give her all the love. She deserves it. And we love you, Olivia, here at Be Real with BK. And we wish you nothing but the best. All right, friends, that is it for episode five. Again, I hope you enjoy this episode because I had so much fun in this interview and listening back to it. It it hit, it hit me hard. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, Tune in for another episode coming soon. I have a lot of 
great guests lined up for you, and I promise you will not want to miss it. So friends, I will see you next time when we get real. Get real.